and welcome back to my channel. I've got a little bit of an impromptu video today. I've already done a video on this but since my videos I'm trying to make them a bit better quality I thought there's no harm doing it again because that's probably lost down the chain by now. I usually record on my iPhone and AirPods so my partner is a photographer so he set up this full thing with all the lighting and wrote me this cute little note Good luck today, you're beautiful and have a wealth of knowledge, share it with the world. So that's honestly so cute. But yeah, the cameras and microphones are a little bit intimidating getting used to all this new equipment. But anyway, I'm going to be chatting about why I don't take such a rigid approach to plant-based eating. If you don't follow me already, my name is Cassie Amber and I'm a plant-based holistic nutritionist. And just before we get into it as well, I've started going to the gym in the morning even though I always thought that that would make me spew and I feel really nauseous and I like literally never do morning workouts, but we've started gymming in the morning and that means that I've got the whole day free to work on my business. So I'm actually wearing like a skirt, not gym clothes. And that never happens. I feel so girly. But yeah, it was just funny waking up this morning because yeah, my boyfriend brings me coffee in bed and then I literally just put it down like, no, not today. But we've been going to the gym early and it has been great. And that encourages me not to come up with excuses to skip my afternoon session as well. So if you don't follow me already and you like health and wellness content, lots of stuff about nutrition, business and lifestyle, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Cassie Amber with two underscores. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube and I copy over most of my YouTubes onto my Plant Powered Podcast as well. So I'll put links in the description for everything below. Also, if you're listening on the podcast, you can watch this video on YouTube. So what inspired me to do a post on why take a less rigid approach. I wanted to talk about a little bit of the difference between plant-based eating and veganism. So last night I did a post on Instagram saying what a 90% plant-based diet means to me. So I've been eating this way for 5.5 years now and I managed to find an approach that works best for my physical and mental health. I don't like rigid rules and social situations can be difficult when things are out of your control and you don't wanna go hungry. I'm also very in tune with my cravings. Salmon is my favorite food, so I do, do enjoy a little bit of fish two to three times a month and I indulge in a bit of cheese if, if I'm dining out or if someone else has cooked for me. And then I just talked about how it's what you do most of the time that counts and it's the world is going to be a better place if more people do this imperfectly than people just not trying it in the first place because they think, oh my god, I can never eat such and such again in my whole entire life, so I'll never go vegan. But if you just do it most of the time, your whole diet changes and plants make up the majority of it. So it's better just to do it as best you can or like it's better than not trying at all. So I got a couple of comments on here. One of them was, I love this so much. Such a healthy, achievable and personalized approach. So I really appreciate that one. But the second comment, I totally understand where she's coming from. And I know even a video like this can get lots of heat so positive comments only please it's scary like talking about this because I do have a different approach to most people but I was also inspired because I did a photo shoot in the weekend with this stunning beautiful girl she's also into lifting weights she does performances at all the festivals and bushdoffs yeah we just had a really really cool gold silver tinfoil shoot 
And she, when we were applying it to each other, she was saying to me that she posted online once that she eats like vegan except for salmon because she feels the same as me and it just makes her feel good. And she just incorporates that and that's just what works for her. And then everyone attacked her online saying, how dare you even use that word? If you're still eating fish, you can't call yourself a vegan. And she was just like, I don't know what to call it. Just vegan except for salmon. And then she said, later on, I found out that it's just like plant-based basically. So I always go back to my studies when I first got into nutrition and it said plant-based means animal products can take up 10% or less of your diet. So people might eat meat a couple times a month. They might just have things here and there. I've got friends who indulge only if someone else has cooked for them and it's provided but they don't buy it for their own house or maybe once a week if they're dining out. And yes, that's not being 100% ethical, but for those people, at least they're doing it like doing something in the first place and that's the point that I always try to get at and I've had friends talk to me about their stories and say they tried going vegan for a few months straight like strict vegan and then they got really unwell very depressed had a really bad time of month with extreme cramping really bad mental health and then their partner came home got them salmon and eggs and they felt better and they decided to take a bit more of a balanced approach like still eat mostly whole foods mostly plants but just have a few things here and there and that's what works for them and they know because they've tried it and they've found their balance and they know what they thrive off because they've taken time to reflect and I always say yes some people go fully vegan and they do it for the rest of their lives and they feel amazing and it's perfect and some people are just we're all different and our bodies work in different ways we absorb nutrients at different levels we handle things differently our bodies are all designed different so we really should be making our diets work for us so yes it is an awkward topic but I like to talk about it and just be transparent here and there because that's what my brand is about it's about just giving it your best and you can try give these things a go use my recipes as a framework and if you want to swap out certain ingredients you can instead of just saying hey you can only eat this way and that's it I just like to provide education show you different kinds of swaps that you can do and let people just make it work in their own way and make it fit into their lifestyle so back to the comment that I got <laughs> So I, I understand where she's coming from and I'm not angry about it at all. But what she said was, I understand your position on flexibility and sustainability with diet. After all, the best nutrition plan is the one you can stick to. But I don't but don't you think that external victims is where we should draw the line? I doubt many people would agree with this position if some changed. I love fish, meat, and cow cheese to I love dog meat and cat's cheese. I'm not writing this comment to shame anyone, but rather just point out that I know you understand morals and ethics and posts like this make people feel like violence is okay in moderation, as long as it's a personal choice and makes you feel good. I'd love to see you go fully vegan one day and align your actions with your values. Other than that, I love and support your content. So once again, her words were lovely, so I'm not angry about it at all. It just made, ref made me reflect and think, yes, I know, you shouldn't value some animals over the others. I've had this internal fight. I've been eating this way for five and a half years. So I'm like, why do I like salmon? Why does it make me feel good? Like that's a, a fish isn't more or less important than a cow or anything. And I have this internal battle, but 
when I tried giving it up and tried going fully vegan, I just had these intense cravings for it to the point I was walking around the supermarket like, I have to get a diamond and I was literally freaking out until I cooked it up and ate it and then just instantly felt better. And it's not like something I do often. Um, I filming, I'm filming this a week into February and I think I've only had it twice this year, like two little pieces mixed with rice and lots of vegetables or something. It's not something I indulge in often, but sometimes the craving just pops up and I haven't found anything else that satisfies it. I eat a lot of mock chicken, a lot of vegan schnitzels, but I haven't quite found anything to replicate that that makes me feel the same when you have the fattiness of it. So that is just my body and my life and I wanted to go into that a little bit more. I feel like my actions do align with my values because part of my brand, a big part of it is intuitive eating and just relaxing a little bit when it comes to food. So I know with ethics that's a different point it's not like a diet it's like an ethical diet so I completely understand why there's black and white lines with it but if some people get to the point where they're yeah in social social situations and they're dining out and I don't know like just everyone is different with how they handle it mentally as well so I feel like it's better for more people just to give it a go without the pressure of being perfect or cutting out everything straight away forever and so many people like you see all these stories like vegans now gone carnivore as well and it's because they didn't eat properly or they put too many restrictions on themselves i've got an instagram post coming up as well where i talk about four things people often do wrong when they go vegan and it's because they're so restrictive some people have lots of food intolerances as well so if you can't consume soy, gluten, beans, legumes, nuts and seeds. That's basically what makes up the majority of the diet. A lot of the mock meats contain gluten and it's been a journey for me even deciding with gluten. Like I don't buy gluten bread. I've just started getting into sourdough but because of the fermentation process it helps with your digestion a little bit. I switched to chickpea pasta or edamame fettuccine. I don't buy white pasta. So I've cut out gluten in that sense, but I still eat like a vegan chicken schnitzel with gluten on the crumb. Or I started trying this delicious brand of vegan chicken called Get Planted. And it's basically like a seitan, like made from gluten, wheat, flour, and soy. That is literally the best thing. To me, it tastes like pork belly, but to me, it's so crispy and delicious. And it's made up a bulk of my diet while I'm in this bodybuilding prep as well but for someone who can't have soy or gluten that's like honestly what a lot of the mock meats are made of and some of them can't have beans or legumes either so really what's left like veggies and carbs which depending on your lifestyle and things like that it's might not be enough variety of ingredients to get the nutrients you need to get enough protein if you've got strength training goals and stuff like that which is why I always say that everyone is different and everyone's going to make it work for them so try some adjustments and reflect on how you feel this is exactly what I teach in back to your roots which is my eight-week coaching container I'm launching it for the final time one last round of 2023 so that's going live at the end of february it comes complete with eight weeks worth of plant-based meal guides and recipes a community chat where we can all share our progress our challenges ask questions get support 
and then you get weekly videos delivered right to your inbox as well. So some of the topics we cover including listening to your body signals, why a 90% approach to plant-based or healthy eating could work for you long term, loosening the reins on your diet, <laughs> bullshit social media advice to ignore, body acceptance, holistic weight loss, connecting with your body and combating cravings. So if you're interested in joining that for one final round, I'll put the link in the description below. I would love to work with you. Now back to diet labels. So when I was talking to Maddie in the weekend about how she didn't know what this diet was called because she cut out dairy as well because it cleared up her skin. She stopped eating cheese. She stopped eating eggs and she was eating chicken, but she's quit that and now she just eats salmon. Well, it's not pescatarian diet because they still drink milk and they still have other animal products, which we don't. I do in like very, very small amounts, like cheese like once a month or something. It's not quite Mediterranean diet because they still drink dairy and eat a lot more animal products and eat more meat. So it doesn't really fit into anything. So it's not veganism because it's not black and white, everything cut out. So it's just plant-based. Plant, like some vegans are whole foods plant-based as well, but it's just based around plants. And I just like that idea, like 90 to 95% plant-based. And I don't think many people have even heard of that approach before. I was talking to my partner about it and he said, well, basically your whole bodybuilding prep has still been pretty much vegan. As I said, I think I've had salmon twice this year. We're a week into February. I've been eating lots of that mock chicken. I've been eating tofu. I've been eating veggie bacon, veggie mints. I made these delicious breakfast wraps for my plant powered app, which is on the way to being launched as well. And it had veggie bacon, this plant-based egg replacer, some chili beans and spinach. So I've been eating a lot of those things. I drank oat milk in my coffee now or sometimes soy. So like I'm still literally doing a pretty much vegan prep, but yeah, just plant-based, whatever you want to call it. With the meal guides that I provide in Back to Your Roots, I always say that people can just swap things out as they see fit. So if there's something with vegan cheese, if someone really wants normal cheese, they can still do that. If I'm using a mock chicken, but they want the real thing, they can still do that. You can put things in and out of the dishes interchangeably depending on what suits your lifestyle or your family's needs. And I simply just like to encourage people to eat from the earth and just provide education on healthy swaps like what mock meat do you choose? What plant-based milk should you choose? What are some direct swaps that you should be doing in your pantry? So I really do take the stance of letting people find out what makes them feel good and I do get heat from the vegan community for not being strict vegan, but I want it to be a more welcoming space and make it fit to the individual depending on who I'm working with. And then just praise their good habits. My friend was recently in New Zealand and her and her mom went to Subway and she was like, wow, the three people in front of us all got veggie patties on their Subway. And it like, I literally have goosebumps. That like never happens. So that's five people in a row that ordered the veggie option 
a subway like even just little things like that just make me so happy so it's all about praising the good habits that people do and just providing education because it could be a confusing world like you see all the stuff coming out from the carnivore side like oh my god all that fake meat so they're getting it from all angles like from the carnivore world I get why it can be confusing because they say oh my god vegans are just eating all this fake meat all the stuff that's just made in a lab all those really bad plant milks that have oils in them and their milk doesn't come from a real tit of a cow blah 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 so I can get why this world is confusing which is why I like to give my approach and provide education and provide tips on swaps that you can do and just help people navigate it a little bit easier and make it work for them instead of them being completely put off because maybe they didn't do it right or maybe they didn't tune in with what their body craves and make it fit in with their lifestyle and find the right balance that works for them. So I like to pride myself on having that approach. I always like to bring that up every now and again on social media just to show the transparency of how I actually live and how I incorporate it into my diet because I feel like it could help some people be more open-minded to it. So there's always going to be the backlash from that community but I've literally dedicated my whole life to teach people about this and even this video right now, do you think I'm getting paid for this? Do you know it takes me like a whole day to make a YouTube video and a podcast and I literally work for free to put content online, all my Instagram posts, teaching people about plant-based food. I could just be off doing something else right now. I could just be off at like another job, just like doing something else and like not really worry about it, but I'm so passionate about it. I've literally dedicated my whole life to doing this and building a business around holistic plant-based nutrition to literally cure people and change their lives and heal their digestion, help them reach the physique of their dreams, show them you literally can build muscle. I'm literally a bodybuilder and that goes against the grain of like chicken, broccoli, rice diet. Oh no, you can't get lean on a vegan diet because it's got too many carbs, blah, blah, blah. Or that vegans are pale and weak because that's what I used to think before I made the switch. So I'm not the enemy. I've just found a way that is sustainable for what feels good for my body long term and I feel like yeah people haven't really heard of the 90% or 95% approach before so it could be kind of a new concept same as like keto diet like when people go keto if they eat one carb they go out of ketosis or like over the daily limit kind of thing and then it takes however many days to get back into ketosis it's like a very extreme diet but like you don't have to give up all carbs and not comparing carbs to the lives of animals but just teaching people a different framework so yeah it's hard to word things in the right way so that people don't blow you up online as well but i'm here trying <laughs> just trying to show you my way of doing things and yeah what what works for me and how it could improve people's lives if they at least give it a go even if they're not perfect so that's the main thing the next part of the video is an even touchier topic and i didn't even know whether it's worth bringing it up but honestly i found it very interesting lately so is veganism a government agenda suddenly i've seen all these things pop up like 
all these cows in America are just like dropping dead, like farms and farms of cows, thousands of them are just dropping dead. Um, graphic warning if you're on YouTube, I'll put a video here, so skip forward a little bit if you don't want to see. Um, so why just like all these cows just dropping dead out of the blue? How come chicken farms in New Zealand are catching on fire and burning down and all the animals' lives are lost? So there's already egg shortage and now all these farms are just like going down. Bugs are slowly being introduced to food to combat global warming. And I am like still in a way happy about that because obviously a farming thing isn't like a good life for a cow. I hate the lives being lost and the fires, like chicken farms are just so honestly sad. But yeah, what makes me second think this, and I went through my big paradigm shift during the big C. So Bill Gates has brought out Beyond Meat and Impossible Burger. So I don't know, depending on who's watching this and like how far you get into things, it just makes you second guess things. So if that is the case, I know so many people who are starting to eat liver and organs and testicles and drinking raw milk. And even if I have a suspicion that the government is behind this vegan agenda. Like obviously there's people doing it for the health and welfare of animals and stuff like that, obviously, but with the push from the government, that's kind of odd. So of course I'm happy about it because I don't want farming either, but that doesn't make me think like, oh no, the government's behind it. So I'm going to do the complete opposite like all these other people. So I'm still on the plant-based side and I still know that my body thrives off eating this way. So I've made it my mission to really educate people on how to do it in the right way. So if you look at the ingredients list of Impossible Meat and Beyond Meat compared to Sunfed, which is literally the cleanest mock meat brand I've found. They've got chicken, boar-free bacon and this mince. And look at the long ingredients lists of these other processed foods compared to Sunfed. So I like to provide education like that, like healthier swaps that you can do. It doesn't mean that mock meat is bad for you, but there are certain ones that should be saved for a treat and certain ones that are okay to incorporate as more of a staple. I feel so physically good eating plant-based. It has cured my digestion and bloating. I used to walk around with a pregnant stomach. I used to be almost in tears after a meal. I'll go to the bathroom every three to four days, obviously feeling very backed up and heavy. And think of the amount of toxins that you're like holding inside of you because your food's not moving through you fast enough. Eating high fiber foods also helps prevent colon cancer because things are not just getting like caught up in there. Things are moving through you constantly and when you also compare like the intestines of lions and stuff to compared to humans, humans have such a long intestinal tract that meat and stuff starts to go off before it actually gets out the other end, whereas plants move through you a lot quicker. It just makes me feel so light. So even if I think like, is this behind the agenda, blah, 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 I'm not just going to be like, oh my God, I'm going to do the opposite and yeah, like go down that path. I'm still 
all for plant-based eating. I think it's about doing it in the right way, getting regular testing. Every eight or 12 months, get a full-on nutrient check done. Doctors only test for really iron and B12, but there is so much more that goes in our bodies than two nutrients. So I get energetic scans that doesn't show exact amounts like a blood test, but you can request obviously like full bloods from your doctor. I like going down the naturopath kind of route. I bought a scanner for my business, but I go through a heal an energetic healer in sunny coast who reads out all the results for me because she's qualified to do so with that software and then that tells me oh i really need to start incorporating these foods in my diet more or i need to buy some more of this vitamin and make sure i even have my vitamins in the first place and i think yeah so many people just aren't really in tune with what they're even doing they're eating way too many white carbs eating not enough vegetables not enough protein not building their plates correctly and that's why years down the track they start to feel like crap and then give up on it so it's all about education and giving people the tools and knowledge they need to make it a long-term successful change i'm actually getting flown to new zealand in about a month's time to host a nutrition workshop at this wellness festival kind of thing so that is super amazing as well i'm really looking forward to it and to connecting with some new people <laughs> even my partner when we first met at this bush of the first topic i even talked about was <laughs> plant-based diet <laughs> and he said before he met me he was actually a little bit against it because of militant people he's met in the past he thought that means you're pale and weak and that it's not sustainable and you can't be like strong or anything by eating this way and we've only been dating a few months and literally he's now cooking me the best vegan dinners he's been opened up to so many new vegetables last night he made this colorful stir fry and he had never eaten edamame beans before he had never eaten purple cabbage before one day he went to the supermarket for me and he asked if i needed any groceries and i was like oh yeah can you just get me some bok choy and he's like bok choy what's that and the other one was i was i bought him a green cabbage and i was cutting it and he's like what's that it isn't lettuce is it <laughs> so even just things like that are so cute like just introducing people to new foods and showing them this whole new world and all these alternative ways of things you can swap out ingredients and eat more colorful whole foods instead. So that's pretty much it for this video. I just wanted to touch on it after I got that comment on Instagram and just expand a little bit more about my mindset towards it more and just give more transparency into my lifestyle once again this is what works for my body and my mind please only have positive comments in the comment section i think it's healthy to open yourself up to new ways of looking at things and different perspectives and having mature conversations with people but kindness is key and understanding that everyone is different and on their own journey and i just want to remind you that i'm not the target once again i am literally dedicating my life to teaching people about plant-based food <laughs> And this is what makes my brand different. Once again, Back to Your Roots will start at the end of February for eight weeks if you want to join me. Otherwise, don't forget to subscribe to me on socials. You can tune into the podcast. I've recently started doing more TikToks as well. And subscribe to the channel for more videos. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have a wonderful day or night.